This episode on The Real Roundtable, we have a guest, the librarian, and we explore a loop film, map of tiny perfect things, as myself and the librarian try to convince Brody and Chris that this is the greatest loop film ever made. Roll tape. The Real Roundtable. I could turn you into shredded meat in about uh, three seconds with this baby if I wanted to. We're locked into the moon's gravitational pull. What do we do? We die. I don't kill men without good reason. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick! Welcome everybody to the Real Roundtable. Tonight we're going to be talking about the map of tiny perfect things. But before we do that, I think one of the things that we haven't done, I don't know if we've done this well yet, is kind of introduce ourselves and just talk about ourselves so that you know more about each of us. And so tonight I thought we'd start with uh, just going around the group real quick and telling a favorite movie moment. Somewhere in time where they went to the movie, went to the theaters, and it was just, it, it made them be excited about going to the movies. And so I was going to start with Chris and let Chris introduce himself and then just tell about a moment like that. I think that my favorite movie moment was really not to do with the movie itself. It was more the theater experience. And it was when I, you know, <laughs> I went to that R rated movie or, or maybe it was P. I don't even remember what it's rated men in black when it first came out. It's probably PG 13. I don't even know. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to go see it, but I guess just because I was breaking the rules, it felt exciting, but yeah. Brody. I actually didn't get to see a lot growing up. So movies were exciting to me and still are because it's like a treat. You get to go out and do something and it helps that people can't see what you're doing in there. It was dark. I like popcorn. <laughs> One of the things I would say for me, I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to introduce our guest in a second, but uh, for me, and as you said, that I think it's pretty funny. So I want to share a mo moment about movies is when I was a kid and I was a teenager, I asked if I could go see a movie. My cousin was going to take us, take me to the movie. We both wanted to see this terrible movie called out for justice, which was a Steven Seagal movie. And so I told my parents, I was going to go see dances with wolves. And they're like, well, you can see that. And both movies are rated R, okay? Both movies are rated R. But my parents were like, yeah, you can go watch Dances with Wolves. And so I went and watched Out for Justice instead of seeing Dances with Wolves. And it's so funny because, you know, the whole time I felt guilty about it, I watched it. The movie's terrible. Like, it is an awful, awful movie. And later on, like, it was probably a year later, I ended up seeing Dances with Wolves. And I was like, man. I was an idiot. <laughs> like I, I was way better. I could have seen this at the theater instead of the uh, the garbage I saw. So yeah. Did so. you uh, did you ever go in the hide in the bathroom and then go to another show? Have I, you ever done that? I did not because I worked in movie theater. So I worked in movie theater for my first four years from sixteen to age nineteen. So I worked in movie theater so I could see anything. And that was my parents had a rule I couldn't go watch all rated movies uh, growing up. And but the moment I started watching working at the movie theater. I mean, they were all around. So that rule just kind of went away. They didn't say anything, but it was just gone. But, uh, 
uh, but no, I never did that. I, I had, <laughs> even at the theater, we'd see people that would sneak in and, and uh, for us, we didn't care. Like we were never going to just get them out of there cause it would just been more work for us. And so we didn't care, but I never did that. This episode, one of the things we want to be able to do is we want to be able to bring guests on from time to time. So this is going to be our first guest. And uh, when it came to the map of Tiny Perfect Things, I saw this with my wife, and we both watched it, and we really liked it. It was one of those movies we kept talking about and everything. And so we ended up watching it again, and it only came out in 2021, so it's not very old. And uh, so as we were talking about the Real Roundtable, what can we watch, we recommended this. We put this out there for you. But I thought, hey, why not I bring my wife and we'll call her the librarian and so she'll be joining us tonight so uh, librarian we're glad you're here thanks you got a story about i do about libraries when return of the jedi came out my parents we went to see it and the movie theater we went to had like a vip room you could pay five extra dollars and watch the movie all by yourself in that vip room and that is how I saw Return of the Jedi. I've never heard of it. I would have done, done that. Man, that's that's a win. Yeah, It was like fun. That's the first that's movie experience I ever remember. How did it work? Was it just like a complete room by itself that was just had a window through it? Yes. It was like it was almost like an enclosed balcony on top of the I wish they'd bring that back. That's theater. awesome. It was at the mall. Fortune. But that's no, really, really cool. That's yeah, neat. That's was fun. Nice. I think I saw that was the first movie I saw. That I can remember at the theater because I saw it at uh, what? What are you laughing? We're at? laughing at Brody's chair interrupting the podcast. Uh, <laughs> the old man recliner <laughs> sound yeah, I get every time. You forgot <laughs> to grease your chair, Brody. Yeah, but I saw that movie at a drive-in, and so that's cool. That's your, one of your first movie experiences. Mm-hmm. So that's probably, and that yes. was the first movie I can actually remember. And I, we didn't know this until I didn't have no clue. But that's both our first movie. So that's so neat and everything. That is very, very neat. When it came, it's that's the first unreli- movie I can remember seeing at the. It's like my oldest memory, but I saw it at a drive-in. And that's oh, the oldest in. movie I can ever remember is Return of the Jedi. I've never been to a drive-in. No, no, no. It wasn't that. It, I'm sorry. It, that's really? I went. It was uh, Empire Strikes Back because it was a snow scene. That's before. what I remember. We're going to have two conversations. Mine, mine was still yeah. Return of the Jedi. <laughs> sorry. sorry. No, Three it's our fault. Ones. We're talking about. Yeah. First drive-in. Neither of us have been to drive-ins. You've never been to a drive-in? Or I have. What is wrong with you, Chris? I have not. He has. You what? I've never been to a drive-in. That's embarrassing. What? Have you never been to a drive? Maybe you should take me. Oh, maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe we'll go to drive in. There's one up in there's not one not far from us. Yeah. Okay. My first drive in was like two years ago. Uh, a hippie took <laughs> kids with me to go see Goonies. Hippie is drive in. Uh, hippie is Brody's wife, so we call her hippie. And so that primarily because she smells bad. <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> She's gonna be listening to this, man. We'll come back stop. up. <laughs> <laughs> Hippie and librarian are best friends, so this is really yeah, fun. It's crazy. So, okay, so let's jump into the movie. Um, one of the things we always do is we, we talk about the the actors that are in this movie. Before we get to the actors, can we talk about just so our viewers understand? Look, yeah, you probably started this episode thinking that they only do movies from 1984. That's true. Well, that is the greatest <laughs> year in movies. How did ever. It, was that intentional? Um, now, most of the, the movies that – there's so many movies that are just great when you remember as a childhood. And mm-hmm. so a lot of these movies were in 84. One was 87. But there's a lot of movies, and, and, and Brody looked this up, and there's a ton of movies that came out in 1984. So if you look through it, there's a lot of movies. And on our list, there will be a lot of movies from 1984 that we'll jump yeah. into and look. But I also didn't want us to be pigeonholed that we're only taking movies from the 1980s right. the whole time. It doesn't really matter when it was made as long as it, it, it just didn't hit mainstream really hard. And That's, a lot of people probably passed by this title. 
Yeah, at and that some was, point. You know, this is a prime movie. Yeah, this is an Amazon movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things I looked at was I was looking at, if you go to IMDb, um, it, it shows you how many people have rated this movie. And so when you go back to Cloak and Dagger, Three O'Clock High, all those, they've got under 50,000 people that have ranked these movies. And so when I saw Map of Tiny Perfect Things, I noticed that it didn't have a ton of people. And so most people have not seen this movie. Most people we've asked about it and talked to about it, n- most of them have not seen it. Yeah. And uh, and I think because of the, I would have skipped over the COVID situation, I think because of just like cover and not being at the theater, I think it just got overlooked by everybody. And so I kind of wanted to, hey, let's jump in. Let's look at something that's, that's really good, but it's over being overlooked now. And uh, from my viewpoint, I, I felt like it's a uh, very well done movie on what it is. And so I wanted to bring it here, let you guys talk about it. Let's see if it, if we all think it's good. Yeah. But no matter what, it'll also bring anybody that's listening on the audience they can understand. But if you also love loop films, which everybody knows Groundhog Day, mm-hmm. but there's a lot more out there. We'll talk a little bit about that later in the in the podcast. But um, but it, it was just one of those movies that, that, that I wanted to bring up and not keep us just locked in the 80s. And then everybody's like, okay, that's just an 80s podcast. That's no, I like, enjoyed the change. So, yeah. So I thought, in, in which I've got some movies I want to bring back that I want to bring in here that'll be even maybe in the 50s and the 60s just because of the way they are. And I think that I, I, I don't want, I think if you love movies, I think you should be willing to go back and find some really, really gems that are really, really good that maybe people aren't talking about now, but they're still phenomenal movies. And they're better than a lot of the stuff that is out now. Yeah, that it comes out now that just relies on blowing things up without having a great story. So anyway, that was the map of tiny perfect things. It, it jumped in there. Um, I didn't think a lot of people had seen it, and uh, and me and librarian have watched it now three times, probably in less yes. than two months. Wow. And so let me ask this question: Did y'all look at the preview before you watched the movie? I did not. Okay. No. Okay, so you just jumped right in. Yeah, my wife unknowingly read the description out loud so i knew in in the opening role actually okay so <laughs> i have a very short memory and she read it out loud and i was like ah oh, you just ruined it look and then we started the first scene and i was like why is this happening <laughs> and then she's like you idiot <laughs> and i was like oh right yeah that's right like how do they do all these things and like you know where everything 15 today? seconds i totally forgot so with this, did you recognize any of the actors in this movie? Anybody? Did anybody no. recognize no. a single person? Oh, yeah. Who did you recognize? Uh, the the dying mom. She was from oh, yes, really? yes, yes, yeah. I did. Yes. Who was that? What was she in? I recognized her, too. She was a, a horrible actress in CSI, but she was in it. Oh, she's in CSI? The original. Um, oh. What is it? Vegas? Is the original Vegas? Yeah, CSI. Yeah, I don't, I don't know which one. I mean, it, it was just called. Hippie CSI. watches it. I don't do it. The original like it. was just CSI, okay. but it was. In she Ve- was in it. Yeah. It was in Vegas. She was one of the main characters. She was that uh, for a long time. I don't know her name. Okay, y'all. I'm glad you said that because I recognized her and I was like, oh yeah, I know who she is. And then at this moment, I couldn't recall where. Oh, okay, okay. She was in CSI. Okay, yeah. I didn't realize it. Uh, I'm going to butcher her name, so I'm not even going to try to say it. So. But yeah, I didn't recognize her. I did not. I didn't even pay attention. Everybody else to me, the only person I recognized was the father. I'd yeah. seen him with some stuff. But uh, the girl that's in it, uh, Catherine Newton, plays Margaret. Um, I saw her in something with Vince Vaughn and everything. I can't remember what the movie's called, but uh, but uh, it's like a serial killer switch around movie and everything like that. So I'd seen her in that, but that came out around the same year, uh, maybe in 2020. But other than that, I didn't recognize any of these people. The uh, the, mo- the movie is actually based on a short story by Lev Grossman. 
I read that, so we might talk about that a little bit, but I read that short story because I downloaded it. It was like $2 to download it. And I was like, well, I want to see what it was like, you know, and uh, it's one of those weird things that I really believe they made the movie way better than the, the short story. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah was, How much was um, that, you know, per word? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was 40 pages. Okay, it was. It said fifty-five. It was forty pages, and then the last fifteen were the, was the author just talking about why he wrote it. Oh, like, yeah. So it was kind of uh, a personal essay. Yeah, yeah. It was very, very interesting. So, but so, yeah. have you seen the movie that she's in with Vince Vaughn? Yeah, yeah. Freaky or whatever. Yes, yes. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, it was. It was, a, I, it was funny. Vince Vaughn makes that hilarious and everything. I'm not saying it's a great movie, but Vince Vaughn makes. He's one of those that he elevates movies, and so he elevated that movie. Well, this one actually rates better than. Does it? That one, yes. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So how you, it's a 6.8, so it's Yeah, this is 6.8. The other one's 6.3. Freaky's 6.3. Yeah. But. So how do you guys feel about, I guess we don't know a lot about the actresses and actors as far as they don't have a, a big history like some of these other movies we've come across, but how do you feel about how they did or their performance and or their characters? This is definitely an adequate start to a career. I'm just saying adequate. I think it was a great start to a career. I think two things. Number one, I think uh, – I think the guy, he does such a good job of being likable. A role like this, you've got to be likable. You know, you go back and, and, and we... You're it, talking about Kyle Allen's character? I'm talking about Kyle Allen, uh, Mark. I mean, he, you've got to be likable. And it's hard to, you know, the best the, the best example of a teenager being likable is, of course, Michael J. Fox, in my mind. That's the most like, like, he's just great at being likable. That's the character. So everybody usually measures up to how they do with that. Can they be that likable? And I feel like he is. He's so likable. Are you talking about in this range, that sort of... Teen, yeah, he's a age. teen. He's 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 kind of cool. He's you know, and one of the things I think kind of is an issue for me is the clothing. Like they're just constantly wearing. Okay, I'm gonna be the hipster. I feel like I don't know if you'd always want to be hipster if you knew that day was never gonna. If it was always gonna be the same day, you why might would you, spend the entire day in your pajamas. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it, I don't see him acting on that. But I thought he did a good job. Uh, Librarian, what did you think about about Kyle? I thought he was really good. I thought he was believable. He seemed genuine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it seems very genuine. I think her role, and, and I think the book helped me on this. She's supposed to be not the most beautiful girl in the world. She's supposed to be broken. Like you look at her and, and you see this girl that she's not, she's likable, but she's not, you don't get everything. Does that make sense? And so, yeah, she, well, they nailed that. And so, they, yeah, they do a terrific job that she's yeah. got hidden turmoil. As soon inside. as you meet her, that you know that she's got something yes. going on. Yes. And so, I, so I think, so you I, know, something's wrong with her. Is that what you're trying to <laughs> well, say? You know, as soon as you meet her, she's just not I right. I saw how broke you were. <laughs> well, just she wasn't open with him, you know, and, and that was a weird thing. Yeah. I, I think we would all identify with the guy, right? Okay. I finally met somebody in the loop scenario they're living the same day over and over again which let, let, let's tell you the story real quick Basically, yeah we're going all over they're and not in, even they're, it's the it's like a hot day in august and it's over and over they're going to run into the same day um so mark our main character is just living the same day every every night at midnight it starts over he gets warped all the way back to waking up in bed and the day starts over and so with that infinity or how long he's been in this the book talks like he's been going through it with about 60 days before he meets her somewhere around that i felt like in the movie it had to be way more because of the stuff that he was able to do does that make sense i, mean, I agree yes. i think it's got to be probably thousands of days that seems yeah yeah very so, low and so he meets her and this is what i would say to us if we were in that situation all of a sudden we meet somebody else that's stuck in that time loop there's no way we're not just jumping up and down going let's talk let's talk let's talk all about this and she when she meets him she's like oh okay like she doesn't seem like it's a big deal, and he's crazy excited about. Yeah, it, it concerned me at first because I was like, "Why is she not jazzed?" 
that she's not alone. Because there's clearly something wrong with her. Yeah, I know. That's um, yeah. You're broken. Antisocial. Yeah, but and I think that's that would do a good job of showing why. By the end of it, we understand exactly why she's not yeah. excited about me. It made me know? curious. But yes, it brings you in. Okay, I want to know more about this girl. You know, and he's the character. Kyle looks or Mark looks more curious about everything. He's very he's want to know more about her. And he's still trying to play it cool, okay? It's the first girl that's really made a yeah. difference. So he's he got to played be cool. it way too cool for me. I was like, <laughs> why is he not trying harder yeah. to figure out what's going on? <laughs> I, 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 just to make the movie longer, I wonder if they did all those haircut scenes just to make that movie longer. You know, like just how many times time does she day. have to leave you at the exact same time before you go? I'm going to follow her. Well, that, uh, she, she <laughs> not all of us point. have stalker in us, but. Yeah, but I she's mean, not I leaving did, him at the same time. Not everybody does. She, yeah, she leaves him yeah. every night when, the phone when Jared call calls. Yeah. Oh, to follow. Okay, I see what yeah. you're saying. Well, they didn't follow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why that. At first, I was like, go bash that boyfriend upside the head. And oh, you were a violent place, Like, you know you're going to in the movie. And then, of course, I was way wrong about you that. You were a man. You're violent there. Yeah, Chris. that's, Good that's aggressive. Yeah. You and Pee Wee Herman. I exaggerated a little bit, but. But I, yeah, it is curious. On why I mean, I, what I meant was go take because he woman. still doesn't ever follow her. He ends up. I mean, he, he breaks his arm is when he figures out. I know. So yeah, that's he's weird. never curious about. So it. he doesn't do. And, and sometimes we see this in a lot of movies where they don't do things. Where you're like, why are you not asking these questions? Yeah. Why aren't you know? And I and I understand this position of disbelief, and so we have to just jump out of that. But sometimes that's like, okay, you need to ask a question. So, so yeah, th- those two I think do a good job. I really thought honestly, I think uh, I think the dad does a good job. He does that same well that. You don't know what he's going through internally. And by the end of it, you're like, you feel for him. You feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a moment really quick, really near the end, where uh, where Mark asks his dad just to tell him about the Civil War. And we've all had those people in our life that we we ask them just to, just to ask them a question, just to be nice. And they get so excited, and we don't care about what they're talking where about. Where you right? do it for them. For you do it for them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, that, and that's such a change in it when you see that. And I think that dad does a really, really good job. Uh, and then the last person that was going to bring it up and now look, I'm just, I'm bringing them up just the ones that I thought and I'll let y'all talk about them. But I thought Phoebe, the sister, is it Phoebe? Who was the sister? Was it Phoebe or was it Emma? I don't remember her name. Whoever the sister was, I thought she was great. I thought she does. Yeah, cause, Emma. Cause she does a really good job of being jerky a little bit. I think they should have included her in the film more. Yeah, I agree with that. Agree with she that. needed more to her story. Like I know that she does this big part, plays a big part in, yeah, in him turning around and changing his perspective. Right. But they only have her in there for that moment, really. I agree with that. You agree? Yeah. Her character needed more. Well, what else could she have done, though? I mean, what else would they have done? In the book, I don't know. And I'm not saying, I'm not trying to make, it's not the book. I get that. But in the book, they don't even have her in the book much. The mom, the mom and dad are divorced in the book. The dad just still hangs out over there. They don't talk about Civil War or anything. So that character, they just added that. They moved the mom and the daughter had already left before he woke up. And so they do a lot of changes in the thing. But in this, I felt like they did a pretty good job with her. Like she owns every scene. She's really good in all the scenes that she's in, you know. And I think for the dad to be in the scenes he's in, he plays down. Like he doesn't control the scene or anything. He just does a good job with it. They are such minor characters, though. They They, are. are. But everybody in this movie is hard to do both of those lines. They had more lines. <laughs> it, it wasn't much. I'm not saying it's a lot, but I think you can own a, a uh, own a character because you have the girl that's the uh, the girl he's trying to, to date at the front, and I don't think she has high impact at all, right? Well, zero, she's totally forgettable. And she's in it. Yeah, she's forgettable. But oh, right, and she's right, in right. it about but as I much as. But I noticed that as soon as she started Phoebe. going for yeah. her, I was like, you, you could tell that there wasn't. You know what I mean? It wasn't like they were doing it for a connection. Right. But he was like totally infatuated. He was going to go every day yes. and figure it out. You know. 
and and it that was a little bizarre to me. Well, but it, I mean, that was a teenage a, boy. That, so that was a Groundhog Day moment. They were taking a Groundhog Day moment, trying to. And, and I thought that was neat, even though the the best friend was talking about sex. He was just talking about kissing. Like that, I don't think he ever pushed for that. He was just talking about kissing the whole way yeah. through. It, which that was a very odd thing. The movie was definitely not overtly. Yeah. No. Well, see. Yeah. Sexual in any way. So. No, and I got that. It, they were trying to keep it relatively innocent. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty clean. But there was multiple times where alcohol was brought in to these yeah. high yeah. schoolers. She yes. has a flask. They go to the empty house and drink beer. That's and true. That's true. I, I, I couldn't understand. They with, drink beer at his house. At his, at his house yeah. with nobody home. Yes. But high schoolers it, will be high schoolers. Yeah, but think, it did. It seemed out of place when it happened. Yeah. Like in the movie, you're like, eh. Yeah, the flask was weird what? for me when she pulled the flask. Yeah, she and she didn't it drink it. She's like, you yeah, know, yeah, okay. Oh, she didn't? Mm-mm. I don't remember her I guess, drinking. I guess you're right. From the flask. I thought she drank. I thought she drank. He drank didn't drink from the, the flask. He did not. I thought she did. I thought she did, right? Yeah, he turned it down. I know he turned it down. Yeah, he's like, no, nah, I'm good. But he, he likes beer. That's his thing, I guess. Because at the house, he's drinking Oh, yeah, because he, he it wasn't like, hey. that he's against it. Because yeah. he popped open a beer. It's like, nah, you know, I, you know, I don't like bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> you don't ever see him drunk. You don't, you know, and even yeah. when he's playing video games with his his best friend, like the, the conversation never really. I mean, they talk about a little bit about sex that first time, but everything since that, yeah, it's just really toned down. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know who the audience was for this. Like, it's a very odd ninth picture. graders. Was it? I mean, absolutely because, ninth graders. Yeah, when we started this film, I was like, I'm not ready for this <laughs> preteen rom com garbage. <laughs> no, and I'm gonna hear all these <laughs> pop songs and no, exactly. No pop and the music songs. was no, the music was very middle school going into high school kind of stuff. It was very, it was very. Some weak. of it was even retro sounding. Yes. It's retro sounding. Yes. Yes. yes, yeah. That was one of the things that when we're talking about this, is this movie, even though it was made in twenty one, was the fact that the music in it's very retro. The, the even the 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 way they do the movie, some of it feels very retro. It feels like it could have been uh, very bubblegum pop. So it was still a, a sort of bubblegum pop movie, but it wasn't over the top. Yeah, unbearable, and it's made. To speak to the age group, um, but it gets to a lot of issues that everybody can connect with. So, well, one of the things that Librarian and I've talked about is there's not a lot of romance movies out there now. Right now, they just don't make a lot of. It's like a comedy. dying yeah, genre. It, yeah, it, it, they don't make a lot. Of, there's no more rom coms anymore. Yeah, exactly. Rom com. Rom coms are gone. And even though I don't think this is, I think this is a rom com drama. Okay, that's what I'll put it with comedy being the least. Okay, not because there's some funny moments in it, but they don't push it. Does that make sense? Because if you go yeah, back and look yeah. at Groundhog Day, that's a that's a rom com, but it's comedy, very heavy comedy with a little bit of romance. Right? Well, because it's Bill Murray. Because it's Bill Murray. But this, but I mean, this isn't totally. There's not a lot of comedy in it either. It's just. It's not. It's it's a drama. It's a romantic drama. A romantic drama. But I do think there's enough comedy elements that make it enjoyable. And yeah, maybe it's, it was pleasant. So, yeah. Okay. You do have notes. What do you got notes on? What's going on over there? Well, the first thing I noticed was that they kept talking about all these other movies in That's this movie. True. That I, I got that too, and a lots lot of, of them, references to other movies. To in which this movie. movies or shows? Groundhog Day. That's right. Star Wars. Yep. Last Man on Earth. Wait, I didn't catch that. Yes, one. he said, "Dude, you're like the Last Man on Earth." When they're talking about the temporal uh, anomaly with his yeah, friend, yeah. he says, "Oh, you're like the Last Man on Earth." He says that to him. Tomorrow. I thought that was just a saying. I didn't Is know that, that a movie? movie? That's, That's a, a TV movie. show. Okay, I've seen. That was a, t- a movie with Vincent Price. So it's a movie and a TV show because I've seen the TV show. I was thinking the TV show, but that's the uh, 
I'm talking about that old. So they're talking movie. about the one with. Okay, okay. I don't know if they're talking about it, but that's what I thought of. I guess when that I would heard make it. more sense to that one than than the TV show because the TV show, you know, he meets other. He people. meets, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. go ahead. Lady and the Tramp. Oh yeah, because they look for that moment when they're looking for a perfect moment. Go ahead. Time Bandits. Yes, they talk about Time Bandits a Man, lot. You time got a lot huge. of these. I didn't catch half of these. Edge of Tomorrow. Yes, I remember Edge of Tomorrow. Those are the ones I because caught. Groundhog Day and Edge of Tomorrow are the only two blue. Doctor Who. Okay. They do oh, yeah. talk about Doctor uh, Who. Doctor I Who. forgot about Doctor Cor- Who. Of course, you said. Did you say Groundhog Day? You probably yes. 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 Which the, the Groundhog Day is pretty interesting because when they do that, they take us out of the. They they make us understand that hey, we know that Groundhog Day is is the first of this. Oh, you said so. Edge of Tomorrow. So yeah, so, I don't yeah. know. But, I don't know that one either. Well, Edge of Tomorrow's got Tom Cruise. Um, there you go. And then, of course, Groundhog. <laughs> is that Day why you big. skipped it? <laughs> yeah. As, <laughs> next <laughs> next song. Uh, oh, that's weird because I've got Legend on our. You don't like Tom Cruise as. No, that little guy can stay. Tom Cruise, let's say legend. <laughs> Do you think he's a bad actor, or you just don't? Like I him just right? all of it. That's yeah. so crazy because I think he's I one of the best actors in Hollywood. Like, oh I my that's really him. funny. I think of oh my gosh, all I think I've seen more Tom Cruise movies than any other actor. Maybe would, Tom. He Hanks. has a bunch. I would say this most I mean, times. I enjoy Tom Cruise movies. Thing. I enjoy most Tom Cruise movies. It's rare that I hit a uh, bad Tom Cruise I, movie. I, I hate Mission Impossible movies, but I like I, I started watching the first Mission Impossible with Kiddo the other day, and he walked out. <laughs> well, the but first I, I one's terrible. They're all the, terrible. I think the first three are terrible. I think the fourth, fifth, and Once the they bring back the team, good. they're better. But the we digress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we're kind of jumping out. Oh, so. yeah. Is that all you got of the movies? What else you got on here? Let's lost up. Well, then I... It is obvious from that first scene that he has been fixing stuff for days. That I love that first. You know, scene. yes, like I do too. It's a good intro. It's a really good intro, and so then when he finally meets her, she says that she's just trying to find the dog to help fix something because she's just got all this time, and so she hasn't found the dog yet. So what has she been doing? Like he's clearly been fixing things. He's, he's been fixing little things that yes. he notices as yes. he goes along. She's, She's been specific. fixating on one task. One yes. well, thing. He doesn't fix things. Well, he kind of does. He kind of does. I mean, he he participates sometimes. Well, I mean, but he, he, just ta- he, he just takes things and takes advantage of things and does what he wants. Are you no. seeing a different all movie? Him. No, because this is, this is oh. where I dis- disagree on no, this. No, the intro. Okay? Yeah, in the intro. the intro, he he, he comes. Oh, he, okay, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, in the intro, he keeps the guy from you're getting right. the bird mess on him. He yeah, takes he the pushes. tongs and fixes the dress, which is shows that girl where she's supposed to go. You're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, he now, saves but, but, the coffee mug. But this brings a huge point of this movie. Okay, this is what I wanted us to talk about really big here. Okay, if you go to Groundhog Day, there is in every one of these Luke movies, if they do a lot of them or they really show a, a long period of their time, they always show them doing the bad things and they show them doing. All of a sudden, they have to do the good things. Okay, yeah. Now, there's a couple of movies that they just, which I mean, well, that's like the premise of Groundhog Day. Well, it is. They, they like all two, you have to turn and learn a musical instrument. <laughs> yeah, they do. They all of them. Uh, yes. Piano you picks, or tuba. Does he pick the tuba? Or <laughs> he the, fixes, yeah, that tuba. The tuba. Yes, he does the tuba. <laughs> and I'm not saying the tuba is bad. It's not, but that was yeah. just so. It's like It's very random. You usually you. don't play that one alone. Like that's not the <laughs> one you're you're playing alone. That's a, definitely a team. So, but no, you look at these movies, and I even thought about. Most of our, if you're a listener, most people that play video games, how many games are out there that you get a choice to play a game? And so when you go to play that game, a lot of people, they're like, well, I'm going to be a bad guy this time, or I'm going to be a, 
uh, I'm going to do this way or this way, whatever game it might be. I'm thinking like Morrowind or Skyrim or stuff like that. Fable. Fable, something where you get to choose between good and bad, how you want to play. And so your your ego in the game or your alter ego in the game, you play as a totally different character than you normally do. And then there's some people that no matter what, I, I know that's one of my problems. If I'm playing a video game, I always have to play it as a good good guy. I can't, I hate, you know, does that make sense? I, I don't just do insane stuff just because it, it's hard for me to get in that that mode. And I'm not attacking anybody that does, I just know. But in this, he has a choice to be bad. We don't see any evidence that he ever did anything truly bad. Yeah, okay? he could wreak total havoc on his city. And yes. he doesn't. And he doesn't choose yeah. it. I thought he was about to when I saw him driving a bulldozer. I was yes. like, oh, it's about to go down. Which I think that's a mess just, up in the movie because they don't really show that until later. They You finally uses that to get the bird out of the, to, the cat out of the tree. It, the doesn't cat, he yeah. do it in the beginning? He just yes, rides he, it to the first day. Yeah, yes. but he just rides it to the where they to that the restaurant. No, I know. When I, when I, as, as soon as I saw him in it, yes. I was like, he's about to. Oh, and then he just pulls up to the. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just an odd, right? It doesn't yeah. feel like, like okay, you're just doing this because you can do it. Because everything, everything else made sense. Until one of the moment. less believable things is they always end up in this heavy equipment and no one stops there, them. Right? There's teenagers drive heavy equipment down the street. Look, I get you're in a time loop, but like the police still react. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's like, no police in this movie. I look, there's no police in this movie. <laughs> there are no police. Law enforcement them. doesn't exist. There's a big disaster that day, some other town. They're all headed <laughs> over there. So no, he's, uh, yeah, I agree. Because there's one time where he's driving down, and she's driving, and she rides over that can. They're in a steamroller. They're steamroller. Right? She rides over the can, and there's just people looking, like, oh, that's yeah. normal experience. It's not yeah. like, hey, kids, get out of that thing before you kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like some of the funniest things he does. Like when he, one time he wins the lottery. One time he brings it to this lady and lets her win the lottery, and she just goes nuts. But so. that's different. That that's that's after he's talked to sister. Those were two different things. Yeah, the first one happened before. <clears throat> He's just he doing it to be funny, I to think. Be funny. But that's his transition. Yes. Essentially from uh from not bad to good, but it's right. from self to, to others. Selfless. Yes. Yeah. Self to well, selfless. Yeah. That's one of the things I really and look, I'm gonna sound insane here a little bit, but that's one of the things I even looked at it when I was watching this film. Just so you know, everybody in the in this in the podcast here is a believer. We're Christians, we're all believers and 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 I feel like that's you should be able to hear that as you hear us talk about films and, and what we're watching. But uh, one of the things that to me was so neat about this film is it was like you can do all these good things, you know, and do really good things. You can do a lot of good things. Mm -hmm. But when you have a cause that's bigger than you, you can do great things. Does there that were, make sense? And be yeah. more be more selfless and stuff. Which he, he, then that was my whole point. He seems like such a good guy. But he's still got selfish things he's doing until he realizes. Well, what's he can't going on. figure out his purpose. Mm. He can't figure yeah. out why he's there. Yes, he is. Until he looking. starts to live for others. Yes, you know. And this movie is replete with lots of messages. I mean, like different ones. Mm -hmm. And I really like that about it. You could just find all these little nuggets that they had. Yes, sort of hidden in the story. It's not just one arc. Mm -hmm. In fact, I mean, you follow that arc and you realize whenever he realizes he's supposed to live for others, he's like, this isn't my story. He doesn't. That's when he realizes, mm -hmm. it, you know. Well, that, and that's another thing that's really neat in this movie for, for probably the first hour and 10 minutes. This is an hour, 40 minute movie, so it's not very long. But the first hour and 10 minutes, it's just following him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It might be and you hour think 15. it's his movie. It's his movie. That's what you think the whole time. And you think she came in as a supporting, yes. you know, the female. Yes. 
villain role. Yeah, and he says it. He brings yeah. it up. He's like, this isn't my story. And he tells his best friend about it and everything. And his friend's always very, very supportive of him. I, I just I love that part of this movie that it does that. And all of a sudden it transitions and now we follow her. Yeah. And like that's a well, I don't know who wrote, who direct, like the guy that directed this, Ian Samuels. I think he does a really good job of all of a sudden now we follow her. Yeah, they do what this. what she's doing. The switch on yes, you. yeah, and it's and it's so well done that it now is. and so it was just something I'd never seen before. I don't, I couldn't think of any other movie that just jumped. I've seen him follow one character and follow another, but until mm-hmm. that moment, it was always following where he was at, and then now it's following her. What was that world World War One movie that was all in one shot? Nineteen, nineteen seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. I thought it was the one guy. Yes, until the one guy died. You just ruined that for somebody. Sorry for me. <laughs> ruined it for me and me. Or you said you forget stuff. I yeah, I will. I won't even remember the title. <laughs> I'm not going to get that barber quarter now. <laughs> what did you think, Brody? Like, what did you think about the um, that storyline? I mean, was it was it impressive to you at all? Or were you bored out of your mind? I hated this movie. Oh, <laughs> I no. did. Well, we made it there. <laughs> I, I really did. I mean, it had potential. There was just a lot of things. Did that hippie hate bothered, this movie? Uh, Hippie didn't watch it with me. Oh, so. oh, oh, I thought you watched well, it. Well, she's already watched it one time. She told me well, she didn't like it. She didn't like it. Oh, she didn't? Yeah, she bailed. <laughs> I told her to watch it again. Yeah, she Mine did she not. Didn't. Not yet. Mm-hmm. She's going to, I'm sure, because she usually, unlike me, sticks to her word. But the movie itself had so many things that the only thing, I, my notes are all negative, except wow. for the first line, good what, opening. What are they, all holes in the movie? Good. Well, Yes, it's not yeah. it's not made for adults. And you could tell because she's trying to learn how to drive. That's a key thing. Like mm-hmm. the the characters in the movie are 16ish. Yeah. Yes. In the book they're 15, but yes. They really played up that learning how to drive thing. I was like, it, "What?" Yeah, she she should be able to learn. How, look, I'm with you. She should learn how to drive by the end. If you have an eternity, <laughs> it's in thousands of days, you, you should be able to drive. If you have no one judging you, it shouldn't take you more than a day. Or just to ask out one how person to stay straight. Well, maybe she just but, doesn't care. But if you can wreck a car and get another one, then you'll eventually know how to drive. Or you get the same car and <laughs> the next <laughs> day. The next day. Look, she's got, you know, they go get the money. They're able to buy plane tickets. So she could go pay somebody to teach her how to drive. Okay. I mean, so <laughs> every day she could become a better. I mean, just use the Groundhog Day example yeah. and learn how to drive a car. Go ahead. Yeah. What else? Did, yeah, but yeah, I don't think she picked an instrument. He got the tuba. She got to bash cars. Yeah, that was the yeah. But it was a good. And he I wrote liked, with her. That was a weird thing too. Yeah, I liked the opening. I did. I really thought the opening it was, was good. I, I wish it had gone more towards that where he was helping others. But he did almost immediately go to selfish after that. Yeah, it's like once. Well, what happened? He was trying to get with the girl. To That's pool. right. He was trying to date with somebody. Now all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, another thing is that he he did make it seem like a small town. Yeah. Very small town feel to it. Like he knew everybody, you know, but it wasn't a small town by the looks. It it, was a small town, but they'd never seen each other roaming around forever. (sighs) I just don't. Yes. And that's, I think the book would explain that better because the book talks about that. She was new to the town. Yeah, we didn't read the book. I know. I know. (laughs) And the movie, I think they could have learned a couple things from that that would have made it, and maybe make it into a bigger town. Make it a city. Well, not always. Always. Look, honestly, the movie was way better to me than the book. I read read it, and I think the movie That book is trash. (laughs) 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 I've got nothing for that book. If the movie was this bad, the book is worth it. Yeah. It's just, uh, okay. Small town. Yet they haven't seen each other. 
He doesn't know the lady well enough to say, hey, your skirt's jacked up. You look like an idiot. Or the girl that needs directions. Why does she need directions? She should know the small town. Like you said, you don't even see a police officer. You don't see what, you know. I just, it was a little far-fetched. And then if you keep going, it's just the 3D map that she comes up with to solve this. You hit my point, man. This is <laughs> I'm, I'm so there with you right now. Like as soon as I saw that, I wanted. I was to like, okay, I've put up the- with enough Bath and Body Works kind of stuff. I can't do the 3D map. She's like, oh wait, I see it. 4D, 4D, 4D map. It's also garbage. You guys, if you would can't study, draw a 4D object. If you would study this stuff, you would understand how possible this is. I've seen. I'm just I've kidding. seen. No, there's no, it's yes. terrible. Yeah, and no, if politicians I, studied Keynesian economics, we wouldn't be in the trouble we're in. But people don't do that. <laughs> this is a horrible movie. Okay, you're you're not liking the 3D, but I, I, to argue that point, I mean, it's look, also ha- there's no such thing as time loop either. So look I mean, in the 3D model. Let's get no, before we leave the 3D model. Go ahead. 40. There, there's dots that line up in these corners, right? How do how does she know how long to make these strings? There's no reference. There's no reference point as to how She's long. She's like, oh, I see it. Time and place. 3D. <laughs> how do you go from a 2D map to a 3D map? She has no coordinates as to how long to make these beads. It's garbage. <laughs> I'm with him. <laughs> she puts the beads by the time. And she puts the map upside down so she can see where they happened at. And they line up. And so there's always two things that happen on that, that, in that area. And so Don't. I'm not saying it's perfect. It's not. But is it to scale, Clint? <laughs> it's definitely not to scale. Look, y'all are even say another thing. He, he's able to draw that map every day. Like, I'll find that like, okay, oh, that's yes, insane to, yes, that that's point, that map. for me. That's point number so, two. Wait, These are the two okay. biggest problems yes. for me. Her notebook, there's no way he she dr- does not re-draws. rewrite her notebook. Yeah. Every day. He rewrites yeah. the map. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. As soon as but I she saw looks, the notebook. wait a minute. She flips through the notebook. Wait, yeah. those are gone. I didn't even gone. catch that. They'd be gone. Yep. As soon as she pulled the notebook out and started writing it, I was like, she does that every day? Fills the whole notebook out? No. I mean, that was her diary, and then she was just filling up the last page. So. No, because she checks off. We need to go she, over the map a little bit, though. But Dude, she checks off in the notebook. That's the, what this, when she goes about. and she's running around verifying yeah. everything. Remember, yeah. after she goes the and, places, and she places, yes. she's checking it off. Yes. She's not writing it down. When she she's goes checking, home, she's there would be no. File. It gets erased. Yes, you know, you're right. I'll, Hers look. doesn't. His all his Hers stuff. There are problems in this movie. There are problems. In she can be isolated. Her notebook is isolated from the time loop. It does not get messed with and everything. Which brings us to the other. Before we go any further, because we're about to talk about the map and we talk about what this map is. Yeah, why? Is <laughs> we have no idea what the map. You're just listening to if you never watched. Yeah, the movie. but uh, <laughs> the they other just went forty in, minutes in our podcast about the map yeah, of we know perfect idea. things, oh, and we're like, oh yeah, we need to talk we about this map. About the map I definitely. Rather watch Groundhog Day. But the other part of this movie. No, I've never though, seen that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, word. Gosh, Chris. The other part of this movie is. I just uh, know stuff about it because it's in pop culture. Oh, it's so, so funny. It's so good. Um, but the other part of this, this this character that I think we need to talk about is time itself. Time is a character in this movie. And the time is wanting something to happen. Okay. that's I think that's the premise. Time has got everything to line up. And so that's what the map of Tiny Perfect Things is. There's all these moments that happen in the town at certain times during the day. And that's what they're trying to catch. That's what the characters are trying to be able to find. They, they meet each other and they start talking about cool things they've been able to see. And she's seen a couple. Mark's seen a couple. And so they're like, what if we found all of them? So that's the premise of the movie. Yeah, it's they're, like a, a, an eagle catching a fish in the lake or, yes. or a, a guy 
who ends up with angel's wings painted over his back because of a parked car. I want to or say, a tennis ball hitting a guy in the rump. Yes. That was pretty funny. Or the, uh, the old couple dancing. Yeah, or the oh, guy yeah. playing really, the really piano. Cool. And the they find the these piano. sort of magical moments. Which in the book, there's a funny one that I think, I've got to tell you, there's one in the book, and I was like, okay, this is why they shouldn't, This go, I'm glad they took this and they made a movie instead. Because there was a, uh, Sean Bean, does everybody know who Sean Bean is from uh, Lord of the Rings? Yes. Okay. Um, in the book, he he's, He's a what is his name? He's in the Game of Thrones as well. He's, he's Ned Sam? in Game of Thrones. No, no, he's he's the, Ned Stark and he's Ned Stark in Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. He's uh he's Boromir. Boromir. He's the one Lord that dies in Lord of the Rings. Okay, so he's a great actor. Everything. Uh, he's the bad guy in Patriot Games. Anyway, he's a terrific actor. But in the book, they see him driving through town. He stops at a light, and they count that as one of the the things because they see Sean Bean. Okay, <laughs> like that's a perfect moment. I'm like I don't think that's a perfect moment. So I think the director said like, that let's guy needs make to shave. moments that really matter. Yeah, moments are really cool, and so that that you know, and and you can say uh, no, you they, can hate everything you want, but that, that the moment to me that the, the dancing couple, the guy playing the piano, like I'm not I'm, I'm not gonna lie, no, like the, that touched me. But like this is cool yeah. stuff. Like the map did that. not bother me. The map is really good. Yeah, the map did not bother me. If they had run with that, yes, and you could see the map get more and more full of yes. events or right. get crowded. And then kind of push that. I think they should have done that. It would have driven the fact that the map is the key. Well, and there's and there's and that there's the special moments and everywhere. Like, oh, this is important, and so we kept doing and it. And if you take time, there's moments everywhere that you could say are perfect moments or are good moments. But they didn't push that. They did this, and oh, we need one more, and then yeah. suddenly mom yeah, dies, and then and I'm good. Was missing. Yes. Yeah. Well, what if they had done this and just throwing this out? What if they had done this that every time. They found a perfect moment. It was on the map the next day. Like it, that's that was, what I'm saying. If that was on the map every day, yeah. and, and all of a sudden that gave them clues, like it okay, this grew. Is yes, yeah, that would have made that would have made a world of difference. I think, and that would have made this this because they would have known they were onto something. Right. The map is probably the the coolest thing as they're trying to figure these things out, which probably takes up about what thirty minutes of the movie. Yeah, I mean, there's like a big montage where they go through all these moments that they're accruing together and experiencing together. But the key to the movie is they realize, they end up realizing that if you live in time moving forward, that you can experience these things every day new and you can participate in them and be part of it rather than searching out everyone that you can find in this present repeating moment that life is beautiful in that way. Yeah. You know, in real time. Well, and it shows you the, the, the moments we make, the things that we find. The, those last forever. And that's what our time is supposed to be about. Not wasting time, but looking for those and enjoying those moments where we're in it. If, we, if that makes sense. When we're in a good moment, enjoying that moment. Yeah. I can't remember what the mom says when, when she's convincing. She's something about trading. You're trading time. You lose, you lose a little time every day, but you gain it as well. But yeah, yeah you have to yeah. sacrifice everything, yes. but it's worth it. But it's and, worth it. Yes. And that's when she realizes that I've got to let this go. Yeah. And that's a and look, and she has to face her grief because she's gonna lose her. But that didn't happen at seven o'clock. That wasn't the final piece. The final piece was making out with the boy at the pool. <laughs> yeah, it would have made sense if she had come to this realization and yeah, made peace with her mom. And yeah, then, they had to tie in his. They had to tie in his character. Okay, but does she know? Okay, does Margaret know for sure? What's going to bring them out of that loop? Does she know that it's the kiss that brings them out or it's her willingness to let go of her mom? So you're saying well, they happened at the same time. She, at the end, she says that the she two kissed things that happened, as she let go of her mom. 
I'm just throwing that I out there. I think it's there. both. Is that why she doesn't kiss him until she's no. ready to let go of her mom? I don't think she realizes until that last day. That last one is a whole day, right? That's where she does everything. She's figuring it out, and so she's checking it off, and she realizes. And that's the cool thing about the time part. The time says the last thing you do is you got to meet him at the pool. He's he because he's got to be ready to go with you. So you don't think it's you think it's one or the other? I don't know. So I think it's both. I think it has to be the kiss, but she also has to be ready. And I think she's ready when she starts going through the map. Yeah, I mean, I think this is her time loop. Yeah. Oh, you know? definitely. This is her time loop, and, and he just got brought into it. And what's locked her in is this grief, this this avoiding the grief. Yes. You know? I, I personally don't know a 16-year-old that's going to think about it like this. Uh, well, I don't think not. she actually, I mean. Well, look, I was a 16-year-old, and I went through this. And so I saw mom dying of, my, of cancer. So, I, I, you know, I went through this kind of thing, and I'm not trying to bring us down or anything like that, but it, it is this hard thing because – you 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 know you watch over time just them decay and get worse and worse and so then you, do you feel guilty because you want them to go on, or do you want more time with them because you know you'll never have that time with them again and so uh, you know there's a conflict that goes on there so I'm not saying 100 percent understand her but I, but I get some of the the idea of this this movie is how do I go on because everything changes the moment that you, that your parent goes on but it had to be torturous every day to know that she's still in the hospital suffering suffering and when she's going to continue to do that until you let go you're just going to repeat this cycle over and over into so, infinity so that's more of my disappointing notes on this okay there's almost a subtext that this whole thing is either her imagination or brought upon by her or it's part of you know, her reckoning with, with things, but it's kind of like she created the problem and solved it. And it still doesn't really make good sense to me how it, how it happened. I mean, it's the resolution. Yeah. It's okay. So she, she, even if it's letting go of her mom, it's like, okay, so she did it. And then time just keeps going. I mean, there was no, like I could almost see her waking up and dealing with it and the movie going on. But it doesn't do that. It's like, no, this this happened. This is really happening. Yeah, yeah. They, but yeah, they make it. But we made the seven o'clock, so we're just going to continue time. And it just it, it was awful. It was bad. And then it uh, what starts raining. It does because there's yeah. been an approaching but they storm in, yes. every time. But they're but they're usually not there at midnight. So mm-hmm. to me that that was, they were she was saying goodbye that was it she is it is so. midnight the cutoff midnight's the cutoff it was cut midnight off. so at remember. seven he had five more she had five more hours from seven o'clock with him and he went with her to the hospital you know he's supporting her she's going to say goodbye to her mom and she knows this is the last time she's oh that's what I was remembering years. seven o'clock is when she leaves but there, but there also wasn't a, a definitive action that caused a repair of some loop that's yeah. what kind of got me it just kind of but it did. The seven o'clock was the, the that lack of transition to something. Yeah. yeah. And I'll say this because he wasn't always at the pool. Like he was never, do y'all realize that he was never at the pool at seven o'clock until she saw on the map that he was at the pool at seven o'clock. When she saw that, that was the only place that hadn't been touched. That that was the, the place at seven o'clock. Oh, I didn't catch that. When she but. sees at seven o'clock. So all of a sudden she knows I've got to go at seven o'clock. That's going to show me the last perfect thing. And that's when Mark had went there. I thought they and had so him the time knew. No, he didn't. Because she said, oh, you're still here. Well, she had saw him at the pool during the day that one time. So I don't know if that was part of it. And everything. Yeah, because no, I remember I the first thing she said, oh, you're still here. She had not seen him for a long time, right? I mean, that once they, they break apart, she goes and does all of her stuff. From the plane. The plane was the last time they talked. Was that the last time? Yeah. 
Okay. Because she yes. says, "Oh, you're still here." And yes. He says, "Yeah." And then he says, "The plane didn't work." Yeah, that's right. So, but so I think that's what I think. I think time was telling her. Now it's you're ready. Here's the time, yeah. and it was putting at that seven o'clock. And so I think that's a neat thing because it, I wasn't ready till they sent her there. I watched a a sort of explanation movie. I mean, not movie, a video. Yeah. And it's on Amazon Prime's YouTube channel. So I would like to think that they're pretty accurate. I don't think so. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how much of this they were just pulling out of their own uh, head or whether they got it from the writer or whatever. But in that video, I quote, they say, this time loop was caused by Margaret's refusal to accept her mother's death. So it was yeah. like totally... It started the moment she refused. Well, that's good. You know, that's good that we, because that's, I think that we all came to that conclusion as you yeah. put, which so I didn't come to that conclusion we right. the first time I watched it. I, it was, it was after I saw it a couple more. It's like, yeah, the uh, first time like, I watched it, I, I just didn't really get how it began, Yeah, you know, or where, which they don't really put that in a scene or no. explain it, you know, but I mean, you get that idea anyway, when you sit and think about it for just a minute. Yes. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons it's in my list of great movies is just because I thought about this movie over and over. And I was trying, but I was like, I love what it dealt with. I love what it's dealing with. I love a lot of the, 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 what you said, some of the stories it gives us, the challenges it gives us, the mom gives good advice. The sister gives great advice. You know, I think that's just added in for the parents that had to chaperone the kids to the movie theater. <laughs> for this thing. Look, we talked about selflessness and grief. Yes, I mean we did. But oh yeah, it's got oh man, it's got good messages. Look, that's why I let my kids see it. But it's sixteen-year-olds drinking and trying to hook up, and then the world fixes itself magically. I had a problem with it. Okay, Baby Doll, my youngest. I think that's a very cynical way yes, to look at I, this movie, I, yeah. Brody. I know, and I've never been known to be cynical, but never. my youngest, Baby Doll, <laughs> actually was starting to watch this, I don't know, midway through with me, and got bored and walked out. Same thing that Hippie did, but it's just not very good. Well, our son watched this with us, and he, he really liked it, and so he really enjoyed it. I, I really know. liked the beginning. So, no, I get it. I did. That was where it ended, though. What else do you have? Uh, so, do you think we fully broke down the story? I feel like we've talked about pretty much most of it. I mean, at the end, you know, they we, we know what happens. They, they're able to get out of the time loop, which I don't know if I've ever seen a time loop movie that they didn't. So, uh, maybe we should make a movie where we don't get out of the time loop. Yeah. Somehow you just keep continuing <laughs> yeah. good stuff. Now, the best friend, I think, was the best actor out of the whole thing. I do not think that, but I think he was good. I think he was good. I think he was the best one. For he, sure. All he did was play video games and it's out there. But he, but he did give good advice. It advises. was at, you know, when but she he was comes realistic. and visits him. Yeah. she Because she's following the map. Yeah. And she comes to visit him, or the friend, uh, and is playing the video games. That's when she gets the key. Because he said something about the map on the video yes, game. Yes, yes. You know? Oh, the map. Well, it shows. I was so lost. It shows the or it shows the map. And now it all makes sense. That's yeah. what he said. Maybe he was a perfect moment as well. I don't know how he knew to, to use a grenade launcher, but whatever. <laughs> Every teenager I know will look it up on YouTube and find out how to beat something if they can't do it. What did you like the the most about this? Um, I like the twist that it's not Mark's story; it's Margaret's. That is good, and it you don't realize it because he's the main focal point through mm -hmm. so much, and but and he then, even says yes. it. Yes, he's like, and "This isn't this isn't about me." About Amazon her. Prime. Um, channel on YouTube video that I watched that was sort of explaining the different details of the film moves in a bit of a 
a feminist strike. Really? Yeah. Really? And they're like, yeah. They the, should have made her a better driver then. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the ball. No, but I did like that. I did like that because most movies would not make that transition. Yeah, they say the twist that is Margaret's narrative is a welcome reveal for a movie subgenre that does almost always revolve around males. But they do have one. They got that TV show that was a, a loop film as well, or loop show as well. So it's all, I, I guess when that? they say subgenre, that's <sighs> what they're talking about, right? Loop, oh, loopers. Uh, so, but I know there's at least one. Travelers. I'll try to put it in uh, notes if you guys want to look in notes and see. But did I'll, you guys Travelers ever watch that uh, Tay Diggs? Oh, that's show? right. No, it wasn't. Sliders was right. I don't know. I've never Which seen show? Sliders. Tay, is it Tay Diggs? Is that his name? I know Tay Diggs. I, I know who that is. I don't know. Did, who's he on did TV. a show called like Daybreak. It was a Looper really? show really? every day. He would wake up and it was the same day again. It was pretty cool. It was like a, a suspense. Uh, you know, somebody gets shot and all that. Anyway, he's trying to figure it out, but it was a good one. It's a good Looper show. Wasn't Lost Highway a Looper? Never heard of it. Russian Doll. That was the one. It was a uh, TV. It was a girl perspective of Luke. Um, I didn't realize this genre was so big. Fifty three. Oh. I looked him up on. Uh, yeah. I looked it up on Wikipedia. There was fifty three different ones. Groundhog Day gets credit for usually being the first one. Most people talk yeah. about it, but there was actually one called Twelve Oh One. That was a fifteen minute film, and then Twelve Oh One they remade it as a movie, but as a TV movie that came out in nineteen ninety three, same year as Groundhog Day. So. So I've never seen that. I was trying to bad figure out. Bad time to come out. It was a bad time to, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they came right. out and they, and, and so everybody talks about that. Nobody talks about the other one. I do want to watch that just to see if it's, it's good as well. Um, so ratings, uh, since Brody clearly hates this movie, I want to hear what his is first. And before we do that, our rating system is on a one out of nine, a one through nine. So we're, we're does not, that confuse anybody? I, I know it probably does confuse people. I'm one confused. Of, one of the reasons we did that is if you look at a four star, it's the same numbers. So if he goes uh, zero stars, half star, one star, if you count that all up, that'll be nine. And so we just decided to go with nine. Originally, when we were doing the real roundtable, it was all st- stuff about nights. Okay, that's what we originally were thinking about. So when we were thinking about nine, we were thinking about Lord of the Rings, and there are nine uh, good guys that go against the nine bad guys. And so a lot of that nine is how we ended up originally going with nine. Okay, and so the other thing I would say is 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 you know it's a good film if it hits seven, eight, nine. It's a mediocre film if it's four, five, or six. If it's one, two, or three, it's terrible. And so if you if it gets a one, we know that it's just horrible, horrible, horrible and everything. And so it also lets us look at our if we add all of so our things. On this zero. scale, is there a zero? It's just one. We just put one. So we don't one through nine. One through nine. Just one like just Amazon. Means, you can't give it a zero. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, no it, zero stars. Yeah. Maybe if we thought that that we could start zero to eight, but that will do one, so to, one, one to nine. One so to that's nine. why it's a one to nine. So when you we hear those ratings. Yeah, that's that's not confusing at all. I know that's very confusing. <laughs> and but it does set us apart. I don't know if everybody else is using it. doesn't it. change my opinion of this one. Yeah, who else is one to nine? So let's uh let's see if you get a one, two, or three there, Brody. What do you got? Well it depends. Now as I stand now, an adult, oh, it's it's an easy two. Two? Okay. Wow. But high school me, maybe, you know, teen, right at preteen, I would probably still get a three. <laughs> so what you're saying he is you haven't two. changed much. Yeah. Over the kids the walked out of it. Oh, no, I haven't. I think no. I would have liked it less. <laughs> it's younger. Because it was slow. There was no action. It was slow. But whatever. This movie is all about the dialogue. It is. Yeah. It is, but it's it's geared towards younger people, but you have to have some sort of wisdom to try to see anything into this film mm. that 
16-year-olds aren't going to have that some 40-somethings like this guy aren't going to have. <laughs> I watched it and went, oh, this is boring. But that, Okay. Brody gives up to Chris. Something you like about it or something you heard about with one last moment? And then yeah, so I, I really liked – I guess it wasn't the standout part of the film for most people. I really liked the music. It was sort of eclectic and retro and ethereal sometimes. And uh, some of the songs I didn't like so much, but anyway, uh, I really liked the storyline with the, um, there were a a lot of holes in it and concepts that weren't really fleshed out that really could have been and some character development that I think should have happened. And they probably didn't really have a lot of time there, but, so there were some good and bad. I think that it was an enjoyable film to watch. It's not like it was super memorable for me. Like if I had just, if it wasn't a film I had analyzed, right. if it was just a film I had pressed play while yeah. I was laying in the bed, it would be fairly forgettable. It's not like it just would stand out in my head. I mean, I, I will remember it now, Yeah, but that's different. You know, being fair, I probably wouldn't remember that much about it and I wouldn't give it extra thought uh, under normal circumstances. That's why it's perfect for this podcast. That's perfect. Yeah. So developmentally, it was a good. It was a good movie. I would probably give it. I would probably give it a six. Okay. You know, it starts at one. Brody, Brody hates I, this I, well, Brody really doesn't like this movie. I, I, did you, I was going to ask this. Did your wife watch it with you? This knocked the socks off of three o'clock high, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just booted yes, it yes, to the curb. It does. Yes. Uh, Definitely. Did you watch? Did your wife watch it with you? Yeah, she started it with me. She did not make it. Well, she didn't make it because she was just tired. She had just been working all day. So she fell asleep while it was on, and that, I can't fault her for that. So. Yeah, most people would. <laughs> no, she falls asleep when everything is on. It doesn't matter what you play. So, hmm. Librarian, what did you think? I would give this movie a seven because wow. there, there are a lot of holes. Wow, that's high. But... The acting is great. The story is, I really like the story. I love that it changes that perspective. I think that's what really hooked me is that. Seven. Cool. Seven's good. It's a creative story. It, it really is. is. Yes. It had a lot of potential on paper. I love the music in this. This is a, I just thought the music was really, really neat. The soundtrack to, to me was, and I've I downloaded a couple of the songs on it, just getting to listen to them numerous times. I, I like it, the flow of it. Whoever put the soundtrack together. I was playing it that. on the way up here. I was, you, yeah, yeah. I've got a few of them that I've listened to. And uh, I, I love the movie. I like, I, know na- I like 1992. Yeah, I do too. I like 1992. By Bru- is it by Bruises? Is that Bruises. Yeah. 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 So anyway, I like that's that a good song. song. I think it's perfect for this movie. I think it it's is. perfect for any uh, retro movie just about. And so really, 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 really good. Um, I like the story. I, I, there, there's always this thing about romantic comedies or romantic uh, dramas that sometimes clearly the, the main character's going too hard to reach somebody. And in this movie, he's trying to, he's trying to connect with her. He wants to date her so bad and she just shuts him down. And when he realizes, again, we, we've said this numerous times when he realizes it's not about him, it's about her, his whole perspective perspective changes and he's not trying to seek her anymore. He's trying to be the best person he can. He's doing everything he can to be a great guy. And to help others. And he's now doing it for the right reasons, not just to be fun or just because it's something to do. Then that's then when she kisses him, right? I mean, it's, it, it gets to that point. So I think that's such a cool thing that it seems like a lot of us, when we're not seeking 
for our own personal gain, we're actually seeking others. Then we end up getting the thing that we want the most. And so I love that perspective. I like all the stuff that happens in it. And there is insane parts. There's no way you get a whole group to, to put that uh, moon set together. I mean, that just can't happen. I mean, that was insane. And we didn't talk about that, but that was insane. So there's terribly some, corny as well. Yes. Terribly corny. Yeah. Some of the things that happened, everything like that, but overall bicycle, it was fun. It was enjoyable. I give it an eight. It was one of those movies. I've seen it three times now. The only problem I would say is now that I've seen it, the, the, the third time I was, I was watching, I really, really was analyzing it more. So I started seeing the problems. And so as I was seeing those, I was like, man, you could just tear this film apart if you wanted to. I did. But the first time you watch it, like listeners, just, just, just enjoy like the movie. Doing. Yeah. I watched don't, it twice. Don't overanalyze it. Just enjoy the movie. Well, and as you see these, as you hear us talk about these different ones, you'll also start to understand what, what makes us gel and the movies that we kind of like and things that, you know. So this is not Brody's cup of tea at all. Chris, is, Chris gives a six, which that's on the mid. It's worth watching. It wasn't that's made in 1984. Maybe that's what, I mean, that probably gave it a couple of points, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, don't worry, we'll be back to 1984. Oh, yeah, there's so, plenty uh, left in 84 for us. But I th- so. maybe I was just in a bad mood. Because even at the end, I was like, why is that dude wearing, like, skin-tight, shin-length shorts and goofy socks walking into the moonlight? I was like, he just you look like an idiot. I was so mad at this I don't movie. even remember this. Everything His was getting clothes. on my nerves. Everything was getting on my nerves. So that's our that's our ratings. No, you owe me the hour and however many minutes t- times two. I watched I'm it twice. I'm going to give it back to you. And uh, our next, so that's our ratings for this. Our, our next one, though, we're actually going to take on a movie from 1987 because that's Brody's favorite year besides 84. <laughs> and uh, we're going to actually yeah. give one of the movies that Brody recommended. Uh, Brody wanted to watch Inner Space. He had talked about that. And so we're going to do Inner Space. If you've never seen that, uh, here's your chance to go check it out. Go see it before we jump into that podcast but uh really at least hope, i was really. born when this one was made yeah not to this, yeah so <laughs> i really it, hope this one holds up i haven't seen it in so long this is another one and i was telling chris this chris has never seen this brody's seen it but both brody and i have i've never heard of over this. 20 years it's got uh martin short in it mm-hmm. and uh dennis quaid and so yeah. and then meg ryan okay so would you consider this a a less well-known movie. I would. I, I think it's, it's it's been forgotten. I think it, I don't know how popular it was. I looked it up, and I, it was like uh, I think it was in the fifties when it, it came in for the whole year. Like it was, mm-hmm. so it was not one of the top movies it sold and everything. But I saw it when it came out, and I just and I'm, I've saw it like two or three times because it was one of those things that we brought the tape home and I watched it like twice because yeah, like, but this most is really people won't know this. But I don't think most people because of what it does. It does a little bit of science fiction, and uh, and I showed uh, I showed Librarian the the. The preview for it, it the is day. a science fiction movie. There's no other way to describe it. I'm okay. It's with a that. science fiction it slash is a comedy. science fiction comedy movie. Science fiction comedy. Oh, it's clearly. more comedy than it is science fiction. It's really comedy. Is this well? Like, it's not real science, so it has to be science fiction. <laughs> Are yeah, we talking it's not weird baseballs comedy? Right, it's no, it's not that. It's <laughs> no, not that. No, no it's just, not that. Look, if and I don't know, Chris. I don't know how much you've watched Martin Short. Martin Short is one of our greatest af- uh, actors when it comes to physical humor. Okay, and this movie is one of the top movies he ever did when it came to just physical humor. And so, watch the. I would say this: watch the preview before you do it, and then watch the movie. So, um, anything last to, to any remarks we want to say before we finish? Not really. Looking excited to this next one. <laughs> I would think you would be excited. This I am. I am. Did you I say I you have play. seen this one? Yes, but it's been. It's probably been the twenty years. Okay. I mean, it, I was probably high school at best. Librarian, anything last comments that you would like to make? Go watch the map of tiny perfect things. There we go. 
Make your own judgment. That's really good. Is that what you go? Don't with? listen to Brody. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, seriously, go check. And, yeah, go check it out. Go check it out. I would hey, say. I would say. I will say you won't hurt my feelings if you watch it. And listen, we would love to know your comments. You can check us on Facebook. And what else do we have, Chris? You've got all the, the details of everything. Um, if you could go onto our website and click on the Podchaser link, then you can send us a review. It's at the top of the page. And if put in. Can they do recommendations as well? Yes. You can send recommendations to therealroundtable.com slash watch this. Send us the movies you think that you want to see. Also, if you're on Apple Podcasts, you can send us a review there. Uh, give us five stars. We'll, we'll like <laughs> give us five stars. And us, you can always change that after. Uh, but it's a four years. stars. I'm so confused. I thought it, no, it's nine it's stars. Just, this is Apple. Five four stars. Nine stars. Nine stars. Five stars. How many stars? Is Apple's it a nine? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know. If you want to get me, Brody, then send me your messages to PO Box, my mom's basement. <laughs> okay. So the way you can reach. This me is the real roundtable. We're out of here. We'll see y'all. <laughs>